0: Welcome, Royal Family, you tuned into Healing Queens, the podcast, where the focus is motivation, support, and guidance for the growth of our queens. I'm Emma E2K, your certified healing life coach. Welcome, everybody. Welcome. Yes, we made it. Episode 57, y'all. Ooh-wee. So today, this episode is sponsored by HealingQueens.org, healing z.org. Make sure you follow the website underneath. It's also sponsored by As she Speaks Coaching and E2K Worldwide LLC, E2K Worldwide Services LLC. Uh, thank you guys for the support and the love always. If you want to sponsor, make sure you contact us at the website below, healingqueens.org. Uh, today's topic is healing through writing. Healing through writing, y'all. Like, oh my God. I don't even know how many times me sitting down writing saved my life. I mean, you know, saved my life. Um, I didn't want to talk about this topic alone. So, you know, I had to invite um, one of my queens. Although I don't know her for long, I know for a couple of years, I met her actually um, me hosting an open mic and her coming through and me witnessing her talent. Since then, we have built a relationship and a rapport. Ended up now we're working together. Um, so that's pretty dope. And um, when I thought I thought about this topic to to you know because I was thinking about hmm, should I you know I want to give uh, you guys some tools and healing right because we all heal and and process. Uh, healing and brokenness differently, I mean, automatically it's like, boom, she came to mind. So I invited her. She accepted my invite. I'm excited um, for this episode. So without any further ado, man, please give it up for my friend, my queen. We're going to give her a queen salute with the poet. yeah Hey, girl! How you doing?
1: Good
0: welcome welcome i'm so glad to have you here like i'm super excited
1: yes
0: thank you for accepting the invitation by the way of course yes i'm super excited um so question uh oh wait a minute question oh i messing up this thing so um healing through writing Mm-hmm. I know you're not a stranger to it, right? You're not a stranger no. to it, right? Um, being a teacher, being a spoken word artist, this is what you do. This is how you connect. This is how... Oh, yes. Right? Expressing your feelings. Um, before we even go into that, why do you mm-hmm. think is important? Or why has it been important for you?
1: <laughs> that is a great question. And for me, um, what... Well, in the beginning i started out writing you know it was just a hobby you know i just felt okay this is something that i like to do but you know as you know i got older and you know i started having a lot of more life experiences you know that was my outlet you know to release you know emotion to release pain you know even happiness you know sometimes and i it, I, it grew it really grew on me you know to okay well, if this is what I like to do, how can I put it together, you mm. know, to get a feeling across so other people can understand? Mm. Uh, and that's kind of where, you know, that came into play. And I was just like, okay, I think I'm going to, you know, try poetry and spoken word, you know, because I always had a way words. Like I said, I'm a teacher, you know, so I can mumble up some words together. And then, you know, once I did, you know, of my first poetry or my fo- my first open mic, you know, they was kind of really feeling what I had to say. So I was like, okay, you know, so I I then made it, you know, more than a hobby. You know, this is something that I really love to do. I can, you know, kind of make this like a career path for me. Um, And then, like I said, once, you know, I started living and I started experiencing, you know, life and, you know, getting hurt, you know, and trying to figure out ways to channel that hurt, you know, in a positive way. You know, without you know, turning to drugs or alcohol or you know stuff like that on the mm. downwards, I kept it positive, and I said, okay, how can I channel this hurt and channel this pe- pain so people can understand? You know, there's other ways around to heal, and that's where poetry came in for me. That was my outlet, you know, to to release some of that pain and to release some of those emotions, you know, on a positive aspect of it. So that's where that kind of came into play with my life and how it, you know, helped me to heal through the
0: aspect of writing. Mm, that's good. That's good. I'm glad that you, uh, you know, brought brought that up as far as you channeling, um, yes. you know, those negative feelings because as we all know, when we go through, you know, broken hearts or disappointments or any of that stuff that hurts us, disappointment. Um, we automatically go to the negative, right? We want to, you know, do things that can, yeah, maybe affect other people, but definitely affect us, right? It can yeah. it can come back to us, uh, whether we have a legal issue or, you know what I'm yeah. saying, or harming us or harming someone. Um, and that takes strength. It does, yeah. yeah. So, so you know, I don't want people to think just because we made the decision to sit and write our emotions, don't think they're nothing soft about us now. Right. That, <laughs> that takes strength. It
1: does. It takes a lot of strength. It takes courage, you know, not only to write about these emotions, but to actually put them out there, mm. you know, for others to hear or to read about or however, you know, you channel your emotions, you know, through the arts in any kind of way, whether it be dance, singing, you know, painting, um, you know, if you're a producer and, you know, you want to give your song to someone else or something that you've gone through, you know, there's so many ways that you can channel your emotions, you know, through the art within itself as a whole, as a collective, you know, because a lot of people, you know, some people, they, they don't know how to write poems, you know, but they know how to sing. So that's how they channel, you know, their pain or their emotions, you know, or, you know, they don't know how to sing, but they know how to dance, you know. So they're going to put all of their emotion into dancing, you know, they're going to pour out whatever emotion that they're feeling through the art of poetry or through the art of dance or singing or, you know, just the arts within itself. And I feel, you know, within that, that is a way to release you know, to get off some of that pressure, some of that pain, you know, some of those emotions, if you don't know how to deal with it, you know, it's a, a coping mechanism, mm. so to speak. Mm. And, you know, for me as a writer, that's my go-to thing, you know, it, it, what whatever. You know, somebody could come tell me, you know, the best news that I may get, you know, in a long time, I'm going to write about it, you know, because not only is this something, you know, that made me feel good, but i want to have you know memories and ways that i can look back on Mm. that our poem and this is how i felt you know so whatever i feel no matter what it is i'm getting my pen i'm getting my pad and i'm writing about it because it gives me you know an outlet in that moment and it also you know god forbid you know if anything happens to my mind you know anything like that i have all of these memories and poems and books you know to look back on Mm. because it's just a, an outlet, you know, it's, it's a way to think back, like, okay, this is what I was feeling at this moment. And, you know, it just puts yourself back in that mental space of where you were. And it just allows you to feel exactly how you felt at that moment. You know, sometimes it may be bad, sometimes it may be good, but at that time, that's what you were feeling and you needed that, you know, you, mm-hmm. you needed to feel exactly how you felt in that moment. And that's where I am with every poem that I write. And that's why I don't, you know, I don't take lightly to emotions or, you know, how I feel. I just kind of let whatever happen, let whatever flow. I let my emotions get the best of me. Yes, because that is how I feel at that present time. And if I don't act on that right then and there, then, you know, those emotions, they get caught up or, you know, they get, you know, brought into something else and, mm. you know, that can be something bad, you know, right. because if I don't stick with how I want to feel at that moment, you know, other stuff can start triggering, you know. So I always have a pad with me. I always have a pen with me because you never know when a poem going to come to you, you mm. know, about right.
0: me. I sleep with my pad. I'll be having a pad around the bed, like just in case I dream of something. <laughs> So, so I want to let people know, like, so when we talk about writing, right, and even poetry, you don't, don't get caught up in trying to rhyme and match because a lot of people do that and be like, oh, well, I don't know how to write and I don't know how to listen, you know, your ABCs, like, you know, you know how to write, right? You know how to write. You know what you're feeling. I am upset at this moment. You're right. I am upset at this moment. It, you know, you just, all you have to do is just allow yourself to to, to to let it be. Everyone is a writer. We all write at one point or another, That's you my know. my
1: favorite, my favorite, closest thing. People say, I'm not a poet. I don't, everybody is a poet.
0: And don't, don't know people. it.
1: <laughs> and the poet. You know, you don't have to rhyme. I'm glad you, you know, you brought that up because a lot of people, they think poetry is all rhyming or, you know, they have to rhyme this word with that word or this word has to sound like that word. You don't know. Poetry is whatever you're feeling, mm. really. And, you know, it's all about how you deliver your message. It's all about how you communicate with your audience. You know, it's it's not just everything is rhyming or this, the day has to go with this. And, you know, people think poetry is the sun when i rise and when i wake up in the morning no <laughs> right. not po- i mean that's poetry right. but the other side of it you got the spoken word aspect of it and that's spoken word is raw it's gritty you know it's, it's cut to the bone you know it's it's exactly what you need to hear in that moment you know and the, the same thing goes for with poetry but it's all about where you are in that moment you mm-hmm. know have to rhyme it doesn't have to make sense you know because poetry is a whole bunch of mumble jumble you know and it's all about how you deliver the message mm. and listen no matter what right that's that's how i look at it you know right. my i have a turn on it says i'm just a poet a person over exaggerating thoughts mm. that's what a poet is because when you really think about it if you really listen to some of these poets some of them, you know, they have a method with their poetry and, you know, they stick into one scale, you know, they, you know exactly what they're talking about throughout their whole poem. But then there's some poets out here, you're like, huh, what are you talking about? But that was a good poem. I right. Talk,
0: mm.
1: But that's what it is. A person over exaggerating thoughts. Mm. And they, you know, the guts enough to get up, you know, on stage or, right. you know, or wherever that they're, you know, advertising their poetry they had the guts enough to to basically expel their heart to you and that's all that a poet is somebody's mm. just over exaggerating thoughts
0: i like that <laughs> i like that i like that now with that being said too like so you can write your emotions almost like a diary type and if you you know you don't necessarily have to share it with no one right like you can just keep those thoughts to yourself but i think that that's a good tool even mm-hmm. if you don't want to share it at least put it down on paper so right. you don't go make the mistake and go make that phone call or text somebody and say the wrong thing or do the wrong thing or post the wrong thing right. and then exactly. you can't take that back because then now you're really thinking, you're like, I should not have never done that.
1: Wrote this, I should have just wrote this down and kept that to myself. <laughs> I've done that so many times. So I have I. To post this something, I'm, you know, I'm just going to write about it. I'm going to just write it down and Maybe tomorrow it'll turn into a whole poem, and I won't even have to worry about it no more. I'll just do that poem, or you know, I'll it'll be in my the, the tip of my mind. I want to say it so bad. I'm like, you know, what? I'm just gonna write about it, and I'm to my because that that saves uh, so many people, Whew. and nobody about it. Just you, and then two days later, you be like, really, I, I should have never even did that. I'm I'm glad I didn't make that post. I'm right. glad I didn't go out and do that. You know, because. I'm glad I just took a moment and just wrote it out to myself. Kept a journal or, you know, a diary. Right. Or even just a notepad that you keep to yourself to to specifically for those things. You know, I'm just going to write about this real quick because I don't want to say it to nobody. I'm just keep to myself. That's a good mechanism to have too, you know, to keep yourself. Yes. Keep, to keep yourself out of trouble,
0: you know. Right. And, no, and, and also... You know, I'm going to challenge some people. Do that. You know, get a journal, get a notebook, and just try it for yourself, and you'll see how it really, really works. Like, when you're you're going through stuff, just jot it down, write it down. Listen, keep it in the closet, in the drawer, put it away, don't tell nobody. But if you wait a couple of days from that day, all those emotions and those feelings are going to change, you know? And then you have time to process. You have time to process and make correct decisions where you can go back and look and be like, wow, if I would have said that this whole thing, I could have lost my job. I could have lost my friendship. I could have, it could have been so, it could have been so damaging. Um, but instead I wrote it down and I held it and I waited. So I'm just challenging those that are looking for certain tools of healing. You know, um, this is one of them. This is a big one. This is a big one. You truly can heal through writing. I mean, try it. We, you know, Whether it be a poem or whether it be you want to write a book or a novel or a movie or whatever. Or just your feelings where you're saying, I feel like crap today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's you're it. Right.
1: And I personally, you know, can attest to that. You know, I started writing um, a lot, a lot more after you know I went through a heartbreak and after I had my daughter you know just life was happening and I just dove into poetry dove into spoken word dove into you know putting words down on a paper that was my healing process um getting those emotions out and it turned into a book well though I I started writing poems and those poems turned into a book you know and that book you know is it's in the works now, uh, but it's turned into an album, mm. you know. So all of these things, you know, provoked me to write. And, and I won't say, you know, I had to go through that, you know, in order for me to do those things. But having those things happen to me provoked me, you know, to keep writing, keep writing, keep writing. Because life isn't going to stop just because I got my heart broke. Come life on. isn't going to stop, you know, just because uh, you didn't get that job. Life isn't gonna stop, you know, just because you know somebody made you mad. Life is not going to stop. So, because life is not going to stop, you have to find ways to keep going, keep,
0: keep going. going, yes,
1: going. And that was one thing for me. The biggest thing for me in my healing process was to keep writing, keep writing. You know, that was my saving grace for me. Um, a lot of people, you know, have different tools and different ways, but you know, writing is one tool that is the biggest outlet of, I would say, any type of hurt, any type of pain, because it's raw emotions, it's raw feelings, it's everything that you are going through mentally, emotionally, physically. You know, you Mm -hmm. are the one that are dealing with these types of things. So I feel if you write, Mm -hmm. it will ease a lot of of that pressure. You know, it, it will bring your mind to ease. Even if you just wake up in the morning and just write, Good
0: morning,
1: gorgeous. Good morning, beautiful.
0: Mm. That simple stuff like that. Right. Small thing. Right. You know, it's the small things that go a long way. A grateful journal. So I I love grateful journals. Like I, I always, uh, you know, recommend them to my queens. Like when they're going through stuff, the first thing I'll be like, listen, you got to get a grateful journal because when you start being grateful for the little things, Right? You know, because sometimes we take so much stuff for granted. The fact, what about the fact that God woke you up? How about that? Let's start there. (laughs) You know, let's start that you woke up today and and you made it to that wake-up list because there's people that didn't. You know, we know because we've been dealing with that for the last two and a half years of every day hearing about somebody that did not make it. So let's start, you know, being grateful for that. And the fact that we have, you know, somewhere to live. And there's people struggling about where to live. That we but, eat, like that, just just that we can, you know, we, that we can make a decision to know. You know what I feel like wearing that. Some people that don't have a choice to, to say, right. oh, I want to wear this. I want to wear. They just have to wear that, or you know what I'm saying, or eat that.
1: Yeah, and start breaking it down like that. You really be like, wow, I I have a lot to be grateful for. You know, it, you know, you you don't think about stuff like that because it's just you know the norm for you. It's right. Day life. So you have it, you know, but some people that don't have it and, you know, we have to be grateful for the things that we have, you know, because anything can be taken away from us, you know, so we have to stop and think, okay, God, I thank you for this. I thank you for that. I thank you for the small things because it's the small things, you know, that allow us to have the big things.
0: Right, (laughs) right. Because if he can't trust us in the small things. He's going to be like, listen, daughter, I love you and all that, but I don't think you are ready for what I got for I, you.
1: <laughs> I, I, first of all, I told you to have faith as small as a mother's seed. That's small. That's very small. If you can't even have that, right. and that's just just the faith aspect of it, how is he going to trust you with something big mm. if you can't have the sim- simplest, smallest thing he asks you to do?
0: Right.
1: And if you have that, it's just like he's going to be like... uh. No. <laughs> you you're not gonna get the big the big gift. Right. You can't even tell me that
0: you can handle the small gift. And that's facts. And that's facts. Yes. So, you know, with this with this topic and, and this episode, really what we would what we would like to do is just motivate you and encourage you to find um the tools to heal. Um if yes. it's not writing, then cool. Find just find that niche. Find what you're good at. If you want to uh, you know, sew clothes, crochet, do hair, uh, nails. You know, just find that outlet for you. Find that go to when you are feeling. You know, like uh, you're alone, no one understands you, or you know, um, there's you know those spirits that are not of God that want to have these conversations with you. You got to be like uh uh uh. Let me start writing, or let me start singing, or let me start creating, or producing, or. Whatever it is that's your gift
1: or creating. Because a lot of people they they just don't know, you know, what their niche is. Mm. And creating is when you look at it and when you think about just the word creating itself, it, it can be anything. You know, so you have to really just find what you're creative at. Right. You know, anything, you know And but, and you
0: and you're you're creative at something because Elohim yeah. Is the biggest creator of them all and he's giving all of us gifts. We just gotta figure yeah. them out.
1: Have to find walk figure out what we're good at. And sometimes that's not easy, you know, for some people. They right. they really don't. but it's, if it makes you smile, if it puts, you know, joy in your heart, you know, if you can see yourself doing that, you know, without somebody having to pay you for it. Mm. That's you that's good. They, that's usually what you're good at. You know if you can wake up and you know you can just do something and people wondering you know how you do that can you show me you know that's usually what you're good at and you right. probably don't even know it right. you know so time. you know to, to first of all learn yourself you know to, to find out what you're good at find out what you like because i didn't just wake up hey okay i like poetry i'm gonna do this you know i really had to be like okay well it was actually i was going into middle school You know, and usually in middle school, you know, that's when they start having talent shows and they start having all these, you know, little competitions, you know, little stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And I was just kind of like, well, what am I good at? You know, like, what the heck am I good at? (laughs) You know, I see dancing, I see people, you know, drawing, and I see people doing this. And I'm like, okay, I, I know I'm good at something, but what is it? And I thought that, you know, I learned myself, you know, I, I, I watch movies and this and that. And I was just like, hmm, I think I like writing. Mm. And it was just, and I wrote my first poem at 10 years old mm. called Love. Little, little me, 10 years old, writing my first poem about love. Right. First of all. What you know about love? 10! <laughs> <10. laughs> and, you know, it's, it's just, what I thought love right. was at 10 years old. Right entered it into, you know, our little competition that we had going into middle school, and I recited it, and, you know, the feedback that I got from the audience, you know, they really loved it for the aspect of what it was and where it came from, mm. you know, by 10 years old, my aspect of what love was, you know, was different from what an audience member had in their 30s, right. but, you know, From me, in my point of view, at 10 years old, I was able to get their attention, you know, to capture their attention and to hold their attention span, to think, okay, my mind in my thirty is connecting with this little 10-year-old girl when she's talking about love. So it's really have to just, you know, learn yourself, you know, take time to, you know, get to know you, and there's nothing wrong with that. You know, you don't have to always be in a crowd. Or you don't always have to be in an audience. You don't always have to be, you know, take time to be by yourself, to learn you, you know, figure out what you like to do. You know, and sometimes that can be anything. You right. create, you know, just right. know you and, you know, take time to learn about you.
0: And, and being okay in the space of being disappointed. Being hurt, right. knowing that these things are part of life and they're gonna happen. And guess what, y'all? A lot of things. A lot of time, it happens more than once. <laughs> right?
1: Always, you know, not really make fun of me, but they always say because I I'm in the process of right now, you know, transitioning, going through, you know, my heartbreak and all of that, and and I can speak about it because I'm very transparent about that because that's where I am in the moment or where I was in my healing stage and you know people always say oh it's your first heartbreak you know you you're you gonna have plenty more and it's just like what I go this
0: you have more material in the other one
1: <laughs> wow keep living.
0: So keep living keep living you're gonna right. go through way
1: more way more than that right and it's just when you're in the moment of that you don't want to hear that you don't want to hear so, that
0: you, you and you can't even under, and you can't even fathom that cuz you're like wait right. a minute. I'm going through this right now. You're talking about I got to do this again? Like right. what? And
1: people just always say keep living, you know. You 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 still young, you know. Keep living, keep living. And when we think about it, that's all that life is. It's mm. going to keep hap- happening, keep happening. Mm. You just got to keep living and live whatever happens, you know, let it be. You know I'm not saying, you know, be in that, you know, for forever, but allow yourself to feel however you feel in that moment, you know, and if it didn't kill you, it made you stronger.
0: Learn from it, learn from it, grow from
1: it. You know, opportunity where you can learn from, you know, good and bad, you know, God never puts more on you than what you can bear, you know, so get up and keep fighting, keep going. You know, it, it's not a war, it's a battle. You just got to right. keep, keep going, keep going. Because usually, people don't understand, you know, the difference between a war and a battle. And I like to think of it, you know, a war is something that you are preparing for. You know, you are preparing for, you're preparing for, and you don't know who's going to win. Mm. But So you can kind of stand your ground, you know, in a battle. You know, you you know what's about to happen kind of, you know, you can take aim, you can do this, but a war, you don't know where the, you don't know where the shot's coming from, you, you don't think, mm-hmm. like, if you're in a war, that's not, I don't, I don't like to, like, look at life like that, life is a battle, not a war, right. you know, you got to be however you please, right. it's like
0: levels, it's like levels, level one, <laughs> level two, that's, 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 the, that's
1: the, a war, it's just like, you don't know where stuff coming from and, you constantly, you know, you constantly moving and you constantly doing this, but it's yeah. just like you got to prepare
0: yourself for the battle. Not so, the war. so, and so, even when some people being in the war, right? Let's talk about that just a quick second. Even in yes. your, even in in the midst of your war, you can still find still moments that yeah. you can still write, right? Because, because if you haven't tried writing, I I just want to encourage you. If you if you're watching this episode. Um. Please share it, like, right, subscribe. But aside from that, if you get anything from this, it's really to let you know that this is a powerful tool for you. It's free. Get a pen and a pad. Um, yeah. you know, make it pretty for yourself. Do you know, decorate it or something like you know, because that's kind of cool when you take it, and you personalize it for you, and you put yeah. stickers and whatever it is that you want that. That when you it's it's like a happy place. So this episode is to encourage you to try uh, healing through writing, whether it be a poem, whether it be a journal, whether it be a grateful journal, a regular book. It don't you don't have to go spend all no ten dollars nowhere. Uh, you know at the Dollar Tree. uh, uh oh a regular Nova, something that really, you know, that kind of looks cutesy for you, right? Because us girls, we like cutesy stuff. Mm-hmm. But but you guys can have just, like, regular pads. And, and and jot things down, like, try it, you know. Just meet that challenge to heal through I, writing.
1: I always like to say, um, a lot of writers, they always say, well, I have writer's block. I, have to, I don't believe in writer's block. I just feel like, you know, life hasn't really, you know, through any challenging things that you to make you feel like you have to write, mm. but I don't believe in writers' book because something has always happened There's always something to write about. Mm. Um, there's always something to write about, whether it's good or bad. You know this or that. You know, write. I just encourage everybody to just get something, and whether it's one word a day, you know, That's good. that one, those two words can turn into three, and then before you know it, you have a whole book full of words, and you know, just words i mean you can go there and look at what you wrote you know the first day something you know and then skim through in the middle of the pages you know you'll have maybe four or five words on the next paper you know and then at the end of that eventually that's going to be filled up with either poems or words or affirmations
0: Mm.
1: you know and i'm real big on affirmations because those are real you know those are you know, quotes that will really get you throughout the day. Even if you have to write down affirmations, you know, you don't have to necessarily come up with them. They can be affirmations, you know, that you read and that you remember, you know, and it pertains to you, so you write those down. You know, I just encourage everybody to just write. You know, writing can be healing. Writing can be therapeutic. You know, writing can be so many things, but most of all, writing is good for healing. And Mm that's what I just believe and I highly stick to that because when you write you are healing so many emotions so mm. many you know um even it, it, it didn't get as deep as you know you write in you know to break generational curses mm. sometimes people don't know how to talk about things you know so they write you know like I read this one thing I'm like I have a daughter now and I read this thing, you know, they began this mother and daughter thing um, where the mother told the daughter, you can write in this journal, whatever you feel, whatever you're thinking, you know, I'm not going to change how I feel for you as my daughter. I will always love you. And, you know, that gave the daughter a little more trust, a little more comfort to know, okay. well, I might be scared to say this to mommy. But I can write about it, and she's gonna read it.
0: Mm. Wow,
1: so, and and that alone is breaking generational curses because some a lot of people they don't know how to talk,
0: they don't know how to talk or so communicate. Ride,
1: yeah, right, may be the only thing that can get them to a, a, a point of communication. Mm-hmm. And you stuck out for me because for a lot of us, you know, we don't know how to communicate or we don't know the tools you Know how to properly communicate in writing, bing, bing, bing. That's a form of
0: communication, so even though you're I'm glad that you mind. said that because my mother, my mother, have said that a couple of times. Like when you can't get through the people, because sometimes when two people are talking, right? Some one got to listen and one got to right talk, but if you're both talking, like then nobody's listening. And but when you're reading, like when somebody writes it and you're reading, you have to do this, use this, yeah. right? Use your mm-hmm. eyes. And 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 read, and you can't. There's no talking back. You can't answer back. You have to, right. and absorb it right, and mm-hmm. and and read it. So that's always a good thing when when you can't communicate right. Sit down mm-hmm. and write somebody a letter. Like just write them. Like hey, this is how I'm feeling.
1: And writing letters. Mhm. But first of all, you know it shows the thought. You know I'm thinking. I thought so much about you, not only just sending you a text. Everybody has phones, you know, social media these days. But I'm going to sit down and I'm going to write you a letter. Because, first of all, that takes time. You know, that allows you to see I took time. Time for you. Yeah. To sit down, write this letter, whether it be, you know, four lines, three lines, four pages, three pages, whatever. Sis. I text you. Hey, I
0: need to talk to you and that's it. Sis, I'm with you on that. Every Christmas, I still mail out handwritten Christmas cards. The
1: handwriting.
0: It's- okay. I I may get I may get 3 and I'm I'm doing 100 and something. Not that I do it for to get anything back, but cuz that's just me. And I I get not everybody is into that, but as a writer, you know, um, that's healing for me. That That's me showing you love, like taking the time to actually knowing even your address. Because like, I know, you know, people be like, why you want my address for? <laughs> I ain't going to send you a bill. <laughs> right? <laughs> Things go behind that. But
1: don't think about, you know, but because that's just the time that we live in today. Everything yeah. It's so bad, so bad. You know, people don't take time to say, okay, I'm going to sit down and I'm going to write this out for them so they can see that I actually took time to think about them. I actually took time out of my busy day to let them know, oh, not just because I got pretty handwriting. No.
0: I don't have pretty handwriting, so you know it's from the heart.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I thought about it And no matter how ugly my handwriting is, I still took this time to let you know that I out of my day. And a lot of people, you know, they don't cherish those little things like that no more because of the society that we live in right, right now
0: and there goes another power of writing yes. so a lot of people were calling me back like wow Emma yo thanks like nobody does that anymore like you know cause you know for each individual person I didn't just write happy holidays, merry Christmas. Like, right. some people, you know, hey, think about you. How's your kids or your daughter, your son, blah, blah. Like, you know, little notes or whatever, like extra notes that this is specifically for you. Right. I'm not just copying and just, you know. And not only that, the cards were different. I didn't send everybody the same card. You know, that takes time. <laughs> you
1: thought into, okay, this person likes this, this person likes that. You know, oh, I know he has a dog, so I'm going to get him something with a dog. Correct. On.
0: You know, things that will make them say, oh, I know this is specifically for me. Correct. Somebody so, so I, so I, right. So I want to share because I know some of those people are going to see this podcast. I just want to share the same, that feeling that you got is what we're talking about as far as right. sitting down to write something. Because even if it's not for you, you can do it for others. And that's part of healing it is that's part of healing yes. that's part of healing yes. try writing somebody a letter today i mean really physically writing somebody and sending something out a card like it don't have to be a whole pa- a whole two pages or whatever but you know a, a phrase a, a, um uh a, a, just a confirmation or just anything that affirmation like hey you're amazing yes. you're beautiful hey queen whatever like you know yes. like it will mean so much to the person that receives it. So,
1: and that's that's crazy that you said that because it just brings me back to remember on my dad's fiftieth uh, birthday, and no, it was on his fiftieth birthday and on Father's Day, I handwritten him a letter. That was the first time I ever wrote him a handwritten letter. Um, the first one I did on Father's Day, it was, I think it was like three pages. You know, just Father's the Father's Day one was basically me saying you know, hey, Dad, thank you for being a great dad, you know, thank you for being a part of my life, you know, just just going on and on about stuff I remembered, mm-hmm. you know, little, and sent it to him, you know, and I and I didn't tell him I was sending it to him, I just sent it to him, and I waited for him to call me to let me know, you know, that he had gotten it, mm-hmm. because I, to, you know, get that full effect. But right. Okay, well, send me a letter, what, what is this? And he opened, he was reading, and he called me, and I can just tell. Soon as he answered the phone, he was just in awe because you know, oh. my dad's older. You know, so the the thing that I put that effort into, you know, especially in this generation, nobody's doing that. You know, it was just the the thought that I took time to write a letter. He was like, he was just crying the whole time because he just couldn't believe. Oh he, my
0: goodness!
1: The thought. And I was just like, you know, yeah, dad, you know, I just wanted to take time to really do something meaningful. You know, I didn't want to send you anything. I didn't want to buy you anything. And I know this, he was like, he put that letter in a frame and he framed it all four pages or three and a half pages. He framed it. Wow. Right on his shelf, you know, in his office. He's the dean at a private school. So everybody comes through his office. You know, they're not going to read the whole, you know, letter, (laughs) but it's right there. And he's like, yeah, you know, he's proud of that. Right. than any gift I could have brought him, you know, just it's just always the little things that... Those personal touches, yeah. And I didn't even know, you know, that it meant that much to him. But, you know, it's just little things like that where you don't know what it can really mean so much to somebody. Right. And that's... Take those times to make it personal. You take those times, you know, to let them know you're thinking about them or, you know, it's just like the little things like that because you just never know how little that thing is to you, how
0: big it can be to somebody else. That's true. Sis, thank you so much, man. Thank you so much for coming in. Uh, with me and and talking about this topic, um, you know we're always finding here ways to to motivate and empower, um, everyone that watches uh, the podcast. You know, uh, yes, um, this podcast says healing queens, so yes, uh, you know, most of our watchers and listeners are women, but we do have some kings, um, that do support the podcast, and so you know, you know, whether it be that you're watching. Uh, to to get to know, you know, the women in your life uh, much better. Uh, whether it be for your mom, your wife, daughter, cousin, you know, all the queens that you have in your life and you can understand them more. Or you can share these podcasts because if you can't say the word, be like, wait a minute, watch this podcast here. Yeah, she'll tell you. <laughs> we appreciate you. <laughs> uh, make sure you share and all that. Um, Also follow, follow it. Um, we're going to give you all her information below. Make sure you follow her in all her social medias. Um, is there any last words that you want to say, um, to the audience?
1: Yes, definitely. Um, first I wanted to say, you know, to reiterate the topic of tonight, um, keep writing, start writing, start it, you know don't not do it because you don't feel like it, you know, writing that one word down a day can change your whole day, you know, I just want to encourage you guys to to try writing, try writing healing through healing, and, you know, see how that can affect, you know, your healing process, see how that can, you know, benefit you, you know, from the process of, you know, from being hurt, you know, try writing. I just want to just keep saying it. Try writing, try writing, because you never know where it will lead you. Mm. Um, Like I started out, like I said in the beginning, writing my first poem about love, and I am a two-time, you know, self-published author now. Um, Come on. So that one poem, you know, sparked a a big thing in me. And like I said, now I'm on my third book now as we speak. Um, How can they get your
0: books? How can they get your books they want to support?
1: Amazon. um, My first book is entitled Behind the Mic. um, Poems and Short Stories by uh, myself, Whitney Mays. And the second book is entitled uh, Interruption of the Heart. Poems and Short Stories by Whitney Mays. And everything is on Amazon. Um, You guys can follow me on Instagram at Badu underscore wit. And you know you can follow me to see all shows that I have coming up. I'm always posting upcoming shows or you know where I'll be performing live. You know, um, yeah. So just follow me. Um, and on my Facebook is Bobu Maze. Um, and I'm always posting
0: on my social media. Yes, my please make sure to follow her and update with her because yes. she's always. I mean, I'm telling you, this girl is busy. I'm just <laughs> lucky that she took the. You know, I got to get her. You know, we had to do yes. it a little late, but because her, I had to put yes. my kid to sleep. She got to put her kid to sleep. So, yes. but we made it happen. Um, yes. Please yes. follow her. She's amazing. Um, if you guys have never seen her perform, I mean, do so support the book. I mean, support your local artists, man. Um, because without the support of you guys, we can't continue to be creative and do what we, what we enjoy doing. Right. Right. And, and and, yeah. And and so with, with that, I say, thank you. Uh, stay amazing. Uh, stay blessed. Uh, continue to adjust that crown on your head that was placed already there. Ooh, girl, that's right. Walk in that royalness. We thank you. We love you. Um, and to the next time, guys. Uh, thank you for the support. Don't forget to follow, subscribe, share. Um, Share this podcast with somebody that you feel uh, needs it. Or even if they don't, just share it anyway. Um, You know, because we got some good stuff here. And without just sharing, we can't keep going, right? So we thank you. Thank you for the support. Healingqueens.org, if you want to make a donation, at the end of the day, Healing Queens is a nonprofit organization where we do life with women uh, that are going through crisis uh, before, during, and after crisis. Um, So, you know... We go with the uh, generosity of the people. So, again, we thank you. Um, And until the next time, y'all, peace. Stay blessed. Be amazing. Be that light, man. Be that light.